global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. The Bloomberg Futures Report brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts with low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. And we are watching some headlines here crossing the Bloomberg. Starward saying that Aimbang Group made a revised proposal for $82.75 a share. Again, that is just crossing the Bloomberg and we will continue to keep monitor those headlines as they cross and keep you updated. Meanwhile, U.S. stock index futures trimmed an advance following equities' first decline in six as investors assess whether the world's largest economy is strengthening enough to handle higher interest rates. S&P E-mini futures are now up four points. Dow E-mini futures up 30. NASDAQ E-mini futures up about 16. The 10-year Treasury is little change, yield 1.89%. Yield on the two-year, 0.86%. NYMEX crude oil up one cent now. It's at $39.46 a barrel. COMEX gold is down a tenth of a percent or $1.30 to 12.22.20 an ounce. The euro, $1.1191. The yen, 113.37. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Barry. Uh, Karen, uh, thanks so much. Greatly uh, uh, appreciate it. Barry Ritholtz and myself here. Michael McKee off today. Uh, we need to get an update on gold. James Steele has been hugely valuable. He's he's hugely popular based on the mail that we get. Could people, for whatever reason, still have a real attention uh, to gold? Uh, uh, James, have you reaffirmed your long view that you need to own gold here at 1222 uh, the ounce? Well, we, we are bullish. I mean, we are looking for... Uh, the top of the market to be around 1300, uh, but our, our our average for the year is more like more like 1205. So we do see a, a modest upside from here, but not not greatly excessive. And I think the uh, the pullback where we saw last year probably you know you know reaffirms that uh, you need just a tinge of caution in the market. The tinge of caution is an asset that doesn't have an income. Maybe you get it through a, a mining stock. I doubt that though. Recently, but the basic idea of the traditional reasons to own gold have they changed? No, no, and I think that um, uh, as a, certainly as a portfolio diversifier and a safe haven, it's uh, uh, it's still a, a highly uh, highly regarded asset and and performs very well when other things when other things do not. And and I think what we saw very recently knocking the market down from that. 1260-odd high, you know, down closer over the weekend, actually, to, to, to near 1200 at one point, was, you know, a combination of the Fed uh, comments uh, from Fed officials last week having a more hawkish tinge, the introduction of the possibility of uh, rate rise in, in April, and I think that, and, and the dollar rally, and, and the combination there um, really uh, uh Gave, I think, anyone that wanted to take profits or, or was a little bit nervous about, you know, the really uh, robust rally we've seen from the beginning of the new year, uh, gave it every reason to, to pull back. Hey, James, Barry Ritholtz here. So we've noticed that when the dollar has been really strong, as it has been for the better part of five years, gold priced in dollars has a hard time making Headway. Um, the past, I don't know, let's call it eight months, uh, the dollar has been fairly range bound and gold has been doing 
pretty well. How much of the gold story is really a dollar story? Well, there's always a decent proportion of it. I mean, it, it is probably the most stable relationship in the gold market over, say, since the end of Bretton Woods from the from from the early 70s. Is this inverse dollar gold uh, relationship and and the uh, certainly the weakness in the dollar earlier this year. Uh, but you're very correct to point out that last year and the year before. Um, uh, uh, though range-bound, the dollar was reasonably strong, particularly against the euro. And, and gold tends to be most positively correlated with whatever the world's second reserve currency is. And currently, that's, of course, the euro. So um, uh, the little pullback we've seen, uh, uh, or, the, or the gains, rather, in the dollar in the last uh, week or so uh, was enough to push us back. Now, we're looking for dollar euro to be more like 120 by the end of the year that's the hsbc view and and predicated on that uh the the relationship with gold would take us closer to 1300 dollars. so so you're putting the the dollar weakens that's good for the euro and therefore that's good for gold am i am i yes, hearing that, that right correct. that that uh, that that's correct. Now, the, 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 the currency relationship isn't the only one in the gold market. But if I had to say what is the single most important one over time, that, that is the one I would point to. Uh, so let, let me ask you about another correlation that I'm reading a lot about, which is the historical relationship between gold and silver. And it seems to have gotten to a place that either silver is dirt cheap or gold is expensive. Do you think that relationship is going to continue, or uh, is that now history? Uh, no, there is a uh, dollar, uh, excuse me, the gold-silver relationship. We've uh, uh, it changes over time. That that you know, most of us look at it in a, in terms of a ratio. Um, historically, it's usually around 70 to one. It has been much much lower than that. It is it reached a high of around 100 to one, way way back in the uh, 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 early 90s or so when uh, gold was at or late 80s when gold was at uh, $350 an ounce in silver. Was only three fifty an ounce, three dollars fifty cents an ounce. It's come back around eighty right. now. I think the silver market is relatively uh, uh, undervalued compared to gold. I think we're probably, you know, with the gold market over twelve hundred, we may see a right. switch back to silver coins and silver bars by more price sensitive uh, buyers. Mm -hmm. So I, I would anticipate that the silver can do a little better on the gold, and that that ratio no. will fall back more, like into the seventies. Let's come back with James Steele and continue to talk about mining, the consumption, the supply-demand dynamics of gold. Every once in a while, a name comes across, and I go, who? And then I do research, and I'm embarrassed I didn't know who they were. And even more importantly, boy, is it an interesting transaction for talent and horsepower in the business. You know Ian Cook of Colgate-Palmolive. You may know Dennis Hickey, or CFO. They have just lost Fabian Garcia, one of their internationalists with Hills Food, among others, to Ron Perlman's Revlon from 38,000 employees down to 6,000. Fabian Garcia uh, just announced he will be on board uh, running Ron Perlman's Revlon as CEO. Fabian T. Garcia moves from Colgate to Revlon. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Counting down to the opening bell brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior, legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today.
Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. And good morning. I'm Karen Moscow, along with Tom Keene and Barry Ritholtz. And the opening bell is brought to you by SEI. Have evolving investor and regulatory demands affected your investment firm's operational readiness? Imagine transforming your business with SEI's global platform at SEIC.com slash imagine. Stocks higher at the open. The S&P 500 up two tenths percent or three points to 2039. Dow Jones Industrial Average up a tenth of a percent or 28 points to 17,544. NASDAQ's up two tenths percent or 11 points to 4785. Ten-year Treasury up one thirty-second. The yield 1.89 percent. Yield on the two-year 0.86 percent. NYMEX crude oil is down a tenth of a percent or three cents to 39.42 a barrel. COMEX gold is little change, down 60 cents to 12.22.90 an ounce. The euro, a dollar 11.98. The yen, 113.29. Tom and Barry. Thank you so much, Karen. Now we have to get our our mail going. We do that better with gold people than with anyone else we deal with. James Steele with us, with HSBC. James Steele, do you own Kruger Rands? Uh, I do not. Um, uh, it is uh, frowned upon for uh, uh, anyone connected with uh, the markets to, to to own them themselves, particularly in a research okay, position. Okay, fine, fine. I, I love that idea, but am I right that they still exist and people can buy gold through buying little coins that were hugely popular? Oh yes, popular yes, indeed. And, and and you can buy ETFs or or coins or uh, small bars. Why Why wouldn't someone just want the gold on hand? Is it just the theft issue? I mean, is, is that the number one issue? Well, I think in the case of the ETFs, there's, there's uh, advantages with storage and insurance. Um, exactly. And, uh, 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 and of course, there's a price difference. Um, uh, I'm not okay with, with, with the spreads between the two. Yeah, but, I understand uh, that. I'm not yeah. trying to put you on the spot. I'm oh, just, no, 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 of course not. <clears throat> Barry, did you ever have any friends or family that, that – Walked around with a tilt to the right because their pockets were loaded with Kruger ants. I will tell you one of the things that has been going on over the past couple of years since the financial crisis uh, in in the high net worth neighborhoods, there are now hidden safes embedded in the concrete cement in the floor of the basement under an area rug to hide things like gold and diamonds and other stuff. Because of exactly what you referred yeah. to, the negative cost of carry, storage and security and insurance is not it, – it's yeah. a non-zero number. James, I have a safe like that in my yeah, house. That, that, I, that's, a very good, that's a very good point, Barry. Um, the negative interest rate issue has, uh, has made it much cheaper to own the physical. You're yeah. absolutely right. I mean, I think it's fascinating. Folks, just as a point, I have a, a safe in my house, too, embedded in concrete. It's got my Red Sox World Series <laughs> tickets in it as well. James, I mean, the emotion of gold is still there. You've been right about, you know, trying to find a bottom in gold and, and, and where, it, where it goes. To give us an update on the demand dynamics for gold. It's not just about Krugerrands in embedded safes, is it? 
Uh, no, that is correct. It, it is a bit of a wider universe, and, and I think that's one of the reasons behind um, a, 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 a secondary but compelling factor behind the pullback is that uh, what we have seen with the rally this year when we went from uh, uh, below 1,100 up to 1,260-odd is, uh, is, is a big pullback in emerging market demand and also in coin demand uh, uh, and bar demand by retail investors uh, uh, in, in the Western world. Uh, mm -hmm. They dropped uh, quite, quite noticeably. And it's, it's a form of sticker shock. And, uh, you know, Barry, you mentioned the dollar earlier. This was compounded by the fact that the rupee, say, for example, in India, uh, has done poorly against the dollar. And so in local currency terms, the, this is even higher. And, and we have a, a steep discount right now in India to world gold prices, which effectively means that uh, the import demand for gold isn't there. And that can continue for a few days or a few weeks. But over time, uh, that reduction in physical demand is going to lead to a pullback in, in prices. And I think that's part of the retracement that we've been seeing recently. So one of the things that keeps coming up whenever we discuss gold is uh, the cost of mining it. And I've heard all sorts of crazy prices from $200 an ounce to $1,200. What does it actually cost the miners to extract this malleable, shiny yellow metal from the ground? Well, there, there is a great range, and the average uh, uh, cost can be you know, 500 to 900, uh, but the, 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 the all-in sustaining costs or the marginal mm -hmm. costs can be considerably above that, uh, up to, you know, 12, 1300, uh, in some small cases. Uh, and once you get to the 1100 point, it really does become more difficult for the, the, the more expensive, uh, producers to, uh, uh, to produce. Now, that's not to say, that they'll shut production in overnight. What it does more is it constrains future output, exploration and production spending, things, things, things like that. But there is this difference between the average and the marginal costs, which, uh, which, which I think can be a bit confusing. James Steele, thank you for the briefing again. Congratulations on a fundamental call on gold. He's at HSBC with gold 1222. Uh, you heard him talk about a migration a bit higher, and I want to overplay that here with much of the move. Uh, being had. James Steele again with HSBC. Barry, you've written about this uh, for years. We all know gold bugs. Uh, every once in a while, they are right, 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 right. What is the new gold theory from you? What's changed? Well, a couple of things have changed. Recall QE was going to destroy the dollar, was going to cause hyperinflation. Uh, all these things were going to be great for gold. That hasn't happened. Now the new theory that seems to be circulating is uh, you have to have gold as a diversifier just in case there's another recession coming along. And so it's a more circumspect, more, let me be blunt, more thoughtful approach. When the last mm -hmm. narrative failed, something had to fill its, its shoes. And this one seems to be a lot more rational than the previous one. I think what a lot of people are missing from the big boom was the impact of the GLD ETF. It was monstrous. Yeah. It briefly became the biggest ETF, bigger than even the spiders, the S&P 500. Do you trust those dynamics? Do you have a believability on their gold or their leveraged or their triple or fourple? Well, forget the, the leveraged ones, just the straight-up GLD. Uh, if you want an intelligent way to have some gold exposure in a portfolio, 2 or 3%, it's better than having to deal with managed futures 
But there's a lot of academic literature that says uh, commodities are not a great diversifier. They're not a great hedge mm-hmm. on uh, – for the reason you alluded to earlier, there is no coupon. There is no discounted cash flow. There is no dividend yield. It's really hoping that a greater fool comes along and pays more than you did. That's the other yeah. side of that argument. And I'd point out Mr. Steele's important comments there on using his phrase as an amateur, the lifting costs of gold, variable, but then with a lot of add-ons as well. Again, we don't have an opinion on this. We thank Mr. Steele for his comments, others as well, including the World Gold Council, which darkened the door here every once in a while. On a Monday, let's set up the week for you. Uh, let me get to that. With a lot of economic data in a rush jobs report, April 1. Barry, when was the last time we had a, a 01? I, I don't have an answer on I that. do not recall us having the first yeah. of the month. It's really rare because it yeah. takes BLS a few days when the month yeah. ends to assemble all their data. Yeah. I, I guess the holiday weekend <clears throat> gave them a little uh, benefit. Yeah. Uh, um, Tomorrow, Janet Yellen, in an incredibly important speech, the last time she spoke, I believe it was slack, slack, slack. We'll get a different tone uh, this time. Chair Yellen at the Economic Club of New York, I'm pleased to say I'll be there, uh, not for the lunch, for the conversation. Uh, Janet Yellen, with questions, important questions from Alan Blinder, who joined us on our last Fed telecast, and Glenn Hubbard of Columbia. So from Princeton and Columbia, uh, two very bright people who agree on so much. And now to the news and the news and surveillance brought to you by Westchester Subaru. Visit WestchesterSubaru.com. Here's Michael Barr. Tom, Barry, thank you very much. Riots erupted in Pakistan for a second day today when extremists surged toward the parliament and other key buildings in Lahore. The demonstrators set cars on fire, demanding that the authorities impose Islamic law. At the same time, the death toll from a huge suicide bombing targeting Christians gathered on Easter in the eastern Pakistani city rose to at least 72. Secretary of State John Kerry says the U.S. race to the White House and the issue of Muslim immigrants is being seen overseas as a circus of campaigning. Kerry spoke on CBS's Face the Nation. To some degree, I must say to you, uh, some of the questions, the way they pose to me, it's clear to me that what's happening is an embarrassment to our country. Former Cuban leader Fidel Castro has something to say about President Obama's historic trip to Havana. In his first response to the president's three-day visit last week, Castro says, we don't need the empire to give us any presents. Castro's letter in state media is a bristling recount of the history of U.S. aggression against Cuba. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus from around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Tom Barry. And Michael, thanks so much. Coming up, we're going to talk with one of the truly most knowledgeable people in America about Cuba. We waited to do this until the president came back from Cuba so we would have the full perspective of his days down there. We'll do that next. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Surveillance brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. This month, your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State dealers welcome spring with limited-time offers and select models like the sporty CLA, the versatile GLA, each engineered and priced to move. Visit MBUSA.com today.